me, Gerard Hector, and Coach David Thorpe. How are you, sir? I am excited, Gerard. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot going on in basketball these days. A lot going on in basketball these days. Um, we have teams that have moved on, punched their tickets to the conference semis. We have a couple series still going on here in the first round, and just the, the, the basketball has been so compelling, David, just from the start of the playoffs. Um, you know, this idea that, you know, we get into sports and people always wonder, you know, do these pro athletes care all the money they make. I'm like, you can't not watch any of these games and not realize it. Oh no, <laughs> these dudes care. Like it care a lot. All right. Um, and, it, and it's been awesome. Um, let's start with the, the series that everyone is talking about the upset, uh, thus far of the playoffs, the eight seeded Miami heat took down the Milwaukee bucks, number one seed, the best record in the NBA all regular season. Four games to one, uh, an overtime thriller last night, another epic Jimmy Butler game. Uh, Spo was great. His team down. Tyler Hero was using Kevin Love. Kevin Love, who, by the way, was a buyout candidate. And Gabe Vincent on the floor, right? Like, guys who, you know, if you're looking at the Bucks, you're like, oh, they got Drew, they got Giannis, they got Chris, they got Brooke. Like, all right, on a tail of the tape on the paper, you're like, these guys are just better. But this is why we enjoy sports because, sure, on paper they're better, but doesn't mean it's going to actually work out that way. And Miami was was really excellent. The Bucks had a double-digit lead, I want to say 16 points uh, in the fourth and inexplicably blew this game down the stretch. Give, give credit to Miami. They played well. Um, one of the areas I want to look at, uh, Coach, is the free throws. The Bucks went to the free throw line 45 times in this game. It's the Heat only went 17. If I were to tell you one team got 45 free throws, the other team got 17, you're probably thinking that team that got 45 free throws is probably going to win this game, right? Nope. And something you said about the Sixers net series, when you're the underdog and you're going to upset, try to upset the top team, you got to just do different shit because there's a reason why you're where you are and they're where they are. The Heat in that deciding game took 45 three-point attempts. 45. Now, they only made 17. But they took a ton of them. Uh, the Bucks only took thirty-eight, if I'm not mistaken, thirty-three, and I, it was it was an incredible game. We'll get to the the play uh, of that Jimmy made to get it into overtime. But what were your initial thoughts as you decompress from that incredible clinching game by the Heat? You know, I was talking to Henry about this yesterday. Um, too often, I think the average media person and fan is looking at big picture narratives because as humans, I think we, we like to do that. That's why we like movies and these sessions and Ozarks and all these really great stories because they're all great narratives, black and white, big picture, you know, existential threats all the time. The Bucks missed 18 free throws. <laughs> that's, that's the most important thing. They missed 18 free throws in a game that went overtime and lost by two. You know what I mean? Make four more, three more, right. and you one win. more in the regu- regulation, you win. Um, so I also thought about this. Tell me if I'm wrong. Did did Giannis miss game one? Yes. Well, no, he played game. He got hurt in hurt early, early in game one. 11 so minutes yes. in a game he, one. Right. So he missed and they lost. Game one. Yes. Yes. He, without him, they won game two. Correct. I don't know that they would have won game one with him, but they're better with him than without him, I think it's fair of to course. say. Of course. Of course. And, and and then last night, they, they only won one game in the series. Last night, they missed 18 free throws and lose by two in overtime. You could argue they should have gone up 3-2 last night, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
this is what happens sometimes when you've got teams that are all so bunched together. The great news is, and I'm just going to look big picture for a moment, uh, I think we're going to see a lot of this going forward. Uh, these teams are all so similar and and only made more similar with injuries to better players. Yes, yes. Right? If the Knicks are better than the Heat on paper, well, not if Julius Randle is injured. Correct. And how injured is he? Right. Mm-hmm. So Tyler Hero's already out for Miami, out. but Duncan mm-hmm. Robinson, if he misses, let me know. I think 14 of 19 from three. Duncan couldn't get on the floor this, right? They were like, we cannot play you. And he was bad in April, 25% from three. He was good in March. Um, It went from 25% from three in the regular season with not a lot of, you know, uh, playing time to 14 of 19 from three, like I said. And in one big game, five of six from three. Um, I think that the Milwaukee coach probably is coach's last game in Milwaukee. Mm. I don't think he'll have a problem getting a job. I think he'd be great in Detroit. I don't, I'm not saying I'd hire him. There's other guys I like too, but um, I think he builds really good franchises, uh, gets guys to play the right way. Um, he might even feel uh, emboldened to actually coach differently and run more stuff. I, I really don't like what Milwaukee does offensively. And, and I'll say this, and I talked to Henry about this morning. Henry, so you probably don't know this, but Henry got, in a sense, almost mad at me. Mad is not the right word. When Milwaukee won the championship, uh, and I talked about how he, Giannis just refused to be denied inside, mm-hmm. and, and they won. And Henry said, yeah, but you told us in the, in the, early in the postseason, maybe after game one against, I think, Miami, that he can never win because he can't shoot. And I said, I'm, I, I said, what I meant by that is no one's ever been able to win when there are guys like him when they can't shoot. He has broken the wheel. He did something in the, in the conference finals and then more so even in the finals, in the NBA finals that we've never seen before. I told him, I, it's yeah. unprecedented what he's done. We wrote an article about this. People got mad at me. Not just, Henry was mad because they were mad, our readers. Mm-hmm. And like, how could Thorpe be so fucking wrong? He just said they can't win unless he can learn to shoot. And I said, well, that's just based on the experience of no one's ever been able to do what he just did. Well, now I realize, well, Phoenix might have just been really soft. Because Miami, twice now in his career, has, has used uh, strength and power and willingness to get hit to just block him off at the rim. Generally speaking, he still scored, I think, 30-plus last night. Yeah. And I don't know how hurt he is. Um, he can't shoot. And he can't shoot free throws. He couldn't. Remember, remember he had 50 against Phoenix in game six. And mm-hmm. what do you go, like 18 of 19 from the line or something yeah. crazy? Unexplicably. Right. Uh, right. Inexplicably, yeah. Because well, that's an outlier. Because that's not, that's not how he shoots way free throws. Outlier. Yeah. Yeah. He's made progress on occasion with free throws. Last night, took a step backwards. Middleton isn't, you know, in, in the NBA, I've been telling my, my players it this morning and last night, uh, it's not about making impossible shots. It's about having guys that that can make enough tough shots because you're, you're, you're not going to get a lot of easy shots. And so Milwaukee just doesn't have those guys when Middleton isn't – he used to be that guy. He's not. Mm-hmm. Drew doesn't want to be that guy. He's so reticent to do it consistently, and it's been a problem for him just like it is for Chris Paul on occasion. They're, they're true lead guards, quarterbacks that don't really feel comfortable having to score – Late in the game, I don't remember exactly the minutes, but it was at some point late in the game. Uh, they ran pick and roll. Drew probably had a pretty good floater. He threw the lob to Giannis. Bam sniffed it out because Bam played him for the lob. 
And it, and I'm sure Drew, as soon as he was doing it, like, God, I should have just shot the ball. That's been your whole career. And I'm not knocking him. He's incredible. Right, right. I love Drew, but this is one of the flaws of Drew, just like it is with CP when you get into the third quarter, he's taking two shots. Uh, more on that later when we get to the Suns-Denver. So I thought that we had a combination of Miami, who's got Jimmy Butler, tough shot maker, amazing tough shot maker, especially now. And they run a lot of actions. I, they're not just running pick and roll or ISO, no. which is all Milwaukee does. Uh, they find ways to get easy buckets. There was a back-to-back possessions where they had some kind of staggered screening action. I was watching at 5.30 this morning again, so I may have forgotten already. And I, I think Butler was not the screener, but they were staggering for him. Drew top-locked him. Jimmy went back door baseline, got a bucket. Next possession, went, used the screens. Drew was worried about the layup. Went under the screen, Jimmy hit a three. This is the sequencing of events is, I think, a, a job Spolstra has done magnificently for his team. I, I just, Milwaukee just doesn't play that way. Right. I, I, I'll, right. I'll talk more later about the other teams we saw yesterday who also do play that way. Yep. Uh, the, the, remember, we've been saying the game's getting more tactical, not less tactical. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee hasn't caught up to the trend. Yep. And they need to come up. I don't care if they fire Bud or not. I mean, I, what do I care? I'm quite sure Bud can teach anything. I'm quite sure of that. Why he chose not to is a whole other story, and maybe we'll never know. But they need to do something different with, with that team right now as constructed. I also don't like uh, – I don't like Wes Matthews in the game. I don't know why Grayson Allen and Connaughton are both better shooters. Wes made one three. He's an old guy. He missed another huge three. Whatever. People can miss shots. But that's just – that's not the answer. That's not the answer. Yeah. Wes yeah. Matthews isn't the answer. And, and it, is, it wasn't the answer, and it's over now. On the other side um, – this is what happens in a parity-driven playoffs when one team is just feeling it. Like mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. were down in this whole second, fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I mean, double digits at one point, many times. But no panic. But no panic. They just played. This is how it's supposed to be. They're not supposed. You know, they're not supposed to panic. This is where leadership comes in, and I don't just mean player leadership, coaching leadership too. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a well-schooled, experienced machine, and they understand. 10-point leads evaporate quickly. We just have to keep playing. And if we lose, we lose. But not really giving an effort is the mistake that you'd make. And they they didn't make it, for sure. They compete at a high, high level, Gerard. Very they high. rebound at a high level. They give effort at a high level. But they executed really well. Yes. And that is not something we're seeing from every team down the stretch. No. Um, there is a maturity to this Miami Heat team, right? In that, to your point, down 10, down 12, down 16. Next play, keep everything is done hard with purpose. We talked about key culture a couple uh, shows ago. It's a real thing. Yeah. Like, this is how they play and what they do. We got to give Spoke credit because, like we always say, he is not dogmatic in his, think- in his thinking. Oh, this isn't working? Forget it. Let's do this. Cut off this angle. And again, they're so well schooled and coached in what they have to do. And you can see it because they execute what they're supposed to. Um, I thought that, you know, again, Jimmy, he provides them with so much belief because of what he's able to do. Um, and I thought, you know, Drew Holiday, we all think, is probably the best perimeter defender in the NBA. Not He's on the short list, right? Like It's a super short list. Super short list. And it didn't really matter, right? Like, Jimmy was still kind of doing what he wanted. And I thought this was interesting on that play that forced the game to overtime. Now, whether or not it was a foul or not, I don't know. I saw the baseline view. 
Okay, what do you think? Oh, he definitely fouled him. Okay. I, I realize refs may not call it. That's a separate thing. Right, In the, the rule book would say that was a foul. That was a foul. Okay. I wish. But you and I have talked about this all year. They're not calling that on that not kind of a Jimmy, player in a, that right, moment. Not on Jimmy Butler, they're not. If that was some lesser player, probably. It might have, right? Or, or a star versus star, maybe they, maybe they call it. But Correct. not Jimmy Butler versus, I think, Pat Connaughton. Right. That, they're not calling that. Okay. No. Foul, whatever. Yeah. But here's the reality of the play. So suppose talking. To, this is after the game. They talk about we drew it up and what, and what we're going on. And this is Jimmy talking about the defense on that play. He's like, you could tell the entire series, no matter what, that Drew wasn't taking a body off me. He wasn't going to shoot the gap. He wasn't going to do any of that. So I said, I guarantee you, whenever I turn this corner, he's going to be locking and trailing. He had no choice but to be behind. And I thought about that as it relates to basketball is jazz. Defense is jazz. Offense is jazz. When you are the, the player who is being guarded by a outstanding defender, like you have to understand tendencies as well, right? All right, what are they going to do in this play? They're probably going to be... They're going to keep a body on me because they don't want me to get free and do this thing. But somehow, some way, right, on that play, Butler managed to get himself free to, and getting free is one thing. Foul, okay. You still have to execute that highly improbable shot. The shot's right? still falling, amazing, of course. Falling down, yeah. and I I mean, I don't know. What's the percentage of that going in? 10% maybe? Like, fuck it. It went in, right? So all these little things you just couple up and add it together. It's the perfect storm of how you lose a game, right? To your point, you miss a billion free throws. Problem number one. You don't adjust on, on, your, on your coaching matchups. Problem number two. Which Giannis you talked about. Well, he definitely talked yeah. about that, which, which we'll get to, yeah. right? It, there's so many areas where this game could have been over, but it wasn't. And the longer it kept going in that fashion, this is when the, the emotion of Marky's like, shit, our season's going to end here. Like, right? Like, they start, those things start getting in their head, whereas Miami's like, okay, we're good. Like, because they know that. We don't win this game. We got game six at home. Like, my behind is like aggressor, aggressor, aggressor. I just, it was probably the greatest, like, I don't know, three minutes of basketball. I was like, this is insane. Everyone's losing their mind. But the team that loses their mind the least comes out in the end. Has an advantage. They have an advantage. So uh, I don't like listening to these announcers too much. And every time I do, I, I regret it. I don't <laughs> even know who called that game because um, I had both games on. So I had uh, Matt Weiner and Brendan Haywood, I believe. Oh, it was Brendan. I, I yeah, it so. makes sense. Nothing against Brendan, but um, he doesn't know Miami basketball. Uh, the, he he was criticizing Udonis Haslam when he got his tech. Oh, for uh, getting in Bobby Portis' yeah. face? And I just mm. thought, oh, this guy has no idea who he's talking about. <laughs> like, it's one point at, mo- at most. It's one right. point. But it's everything. It's It's our spiritual leader. Looking like Obi-Wan Kenobi with a tight hoodie. <laughs> like it's like it's 40 degrees in there, is where he did not his dress. He ain't that old. Um, it's him literally displaying an attitude of there is no game six. We're mm-hmm. taking these motherfuckers down tonight. And my old ass is getting off the bench because there's something he did I didn't like. Now I'm not saying he's scared Bobby Porter. Did you see Bobby's final numbers? I did not. I didn't either. But Bobby Portis, oh, got it right in front of me right now. Uh, zero points. The defense rests. The defense. <laughs> I'm just telling you, Udonis was sending a message to all of his guys. We're sweating every detail. Yeah. You, you, you know, they say in um, the Untouchables, you know, they, they pull out a knife, you pull out a gun. Like that was Udonis saying, mm-hmm. oh, no, no. I am not standing. Whatever he did, I'm not standing for it. 
there's a rallying cry to that. You can't do that 30 seconds to go in the game in a one. No, 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 no. But in this first half, we'll, we'll give you the point. I promise you, Spo, Spo was like, yes. Like, that's my guy. <laughs> of course he knew what to do when he did it. And, and that's the other thing is I, 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 I know in the back of their minds, having coached enough guys in the playoffs, they know there's another game left. I talked to a player the other day whose team had won a closeout game. And he admitted he was scared. And I wrote, beautiful. Like, you better be, right? There's nothing wrong with that. It's not recognized because this team was in the lead. We better close this right. thing out. Not recognizing that, I think, is the problem. It's foolish. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they take account of everything and then channel your energy. And um, Spo, it just, he, you know, he's really uh, even keeled. Yeah. Um, I think players... Like, I'm telling you, early in his career, I don't think guys like LeBron and Dwayne, I don't think they liked him at all. I really don't. I think they respected his knowledge of the game, but I think they felt like we're winning because of me. Well, the guys that are still there, they, well, obviously, Udon is the only one still there, but all the guys that are there, I think they see it differently. Yeah, I think they yeah. know if anyone can figure this shit out, like he's taking us to a conference championship uh, game at finals mm-hmm. in the finals. bubble, mm-hmm. and he's won all these rings, and here he is mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Like, we we oh. buy him. We believe it. Spo Spo was legit, and I will say this, David. Too, I don't know how to measure it, but that stoic demeanor and nature that Spo has, where he's never panicked, down ten, up ten, you know, but he says what he needs to his team with the right verve and force. It's kind of the opposite with Bud. You see it. Oh, oh my God, Bud's stressing right now. They're down like. And look, Giannis is a big boy. Chris is a big boy. Drew's a big boy. But when the guy on the sidelines wearing it like that, it's got to affect you in some way, no? When you're like, oh, this guy's panicking. Like, this, this is it's, not good for us. Well, more important for us to recognize it, Giannis saying what he said after the game about basically we should have guarded Jimmy differently. Mm-hmm. That's his way of saying I'm done with this guy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, I mean sure. this is passive-aggressive way of saying, yes. you want me to stay, great, but this guy's got to go. So he's gone. Correct. I, he'll yeah, be gone yeah, today but- or tomorrow. That, yeah, he's, yeah. He deserves the courtesy of a day to get his stuff in order, pack your bags. But uh, he and he'll, I have no sympathy for him. He'll be employed the rest of it. As long as he wants to work, he'll work. I mean, I, I, I don't dislike him at all. I feel for any human being that's got to pick up and leave his fa- and move to another city, but he's going to get handsomely paid to do it. Oh, he's he'll been, get he's paid been, to leave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I'm not worried he's about him be, financially. Yeah. We have lots of people with real issues. He ain't one Correct. of them. Correct. He ain't one yeah, of them. But, but ain't high on my list. I will no, say this too. Let's think about, we always talk about the playoffs and margins being so thin. David, if James Harden and Kyrie don't get hurt in that Buck series two years ago, is Buddy even the coach right now? No, if Kevin I Durant, think he's not. If Kevin Durant makes that three and the Bucks lose. He's gone. Yeah, this has been happening for a while. Funny you said that, by the way. This is going to the parody of the whole thing. Had, had they traded Durant earlier, the Nets don't make the playoffs. Correct. Uh, I think Atlanta, uh, it moves up a spot, right? Atlanta, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they were a play-in. Maybe they're not a play-in. Um, who knows who ends up playing who the first round? The Bulls mm-hmm. were coming on the end of the year. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. they, I know they lost that game against Toronto, or whoever they played. Um, but it's just everything looks different. The, yes. the teams are all so close together mm-hmm. and um, on, on both sides. And uh, – if you had to play this tournament again from scratch, I think we would have something different. If oh, Giannis no, no. plays game one, you know, Maybe it's probably still alive. Yep. Probably. 
Absolutely. And this is the reality of it. And the, one thing I'll say about the Heat uh, really quick before we get to Giannis's uh, yeah. other comments yeah. to end, to end good, the, yeah. the series. The Heat, as I said, they're mature. There's a value that they place on every possession and how much it matters and means. And as someone who has watched the Grizzlies, this young team for the last few years, this is something they could take from Miami. Like how they value every possession. You can't just kick the ball around and toss it out. Like there aren't infinite possessions. This isn't a Tuesday night against Detroit. Like, right? Like you lose a game, you're going home or we're down in a hole. Like it's, you, you have to have a level of maturity and awareness of, oh, this is the playoffs. Pop uses the phrase appropriate fear, right? That you know, you know, our lives are not our actual physical lives are on the line, but our basketball lives in this season are on the line. And we have to approach it with that level of seriousness. And the Heat do it as well as anybody uh, in the league. Giannis, after the game, was asked by the Athletic Bucks beat writer Eric Name, a question that he asked Bud right before, you know, because they didn't win the title, is this season a failure? And Giannis, I thought, gave a very great detailed answer about it. And you could see him kind of work with imaginations like, is it a failure, you know? And then what I took from it, David, was, of course he's disappointed they didn't win the series. Like, nobody in this league is not competitive. You can't make it if you're not. So anytime you lose, of course you're disappointed. The way we depict sports is like, well, you win the championship, you're a failure. So, well, if we do it by those metrics, then 29 other teams are losers, right? That's that's what it is. And in a, in a league where it's a 1 in 30 lottery chance, and it's not just a lottery where it's one team at random. As you always say, the 29 other bad guys are trying to kick your ass every night and beat you and stop you from getting there. Sometimes you're going to lose. That's just how the fuck it goes. You're going to have a bad stretch of shooting. You know, like Gianna said, you know, hopefully next year we come back, we don't have 10 days of bad basketball. Like, Sometimes it just isn't your night. The other team is just better, and it is what it is. Um, but I love that his point was about failure. It's about a journey. There's steps to success. As a player development coach, I know you you know this. It's not linear. Guys, one year, next year he's here. Sometimes we go down a year. Then we go back up. Sometimes we take two steps backwards. Like It's just how this game works because there are other variables that impact your progress moving forward. It's not just about you. There are other things involved. And I thought Giannis was great in his answer. Um, you know, Twitter's a terrible place and people are like, oh my God, name is trying to get headlines. He wasn't. He asked a normal question, actually a very good question that allows for an open-ended response. By the way, a little inside for you guys. When we're at press conferences and we ask questions, we don't ask yes or no questions. Then you're going to get yes or no answers. We try to ask open-ended questions that have these players think because we want larger perspectives and understanding about who and where they are. And I thought that answer Giannis gave tells where he is in his career and how he thinks about his place in sport and what it means. Well, yeah, I, yes, I agree with everything you said. He, he actually did ask a yes or no question, hoping that Giannis would expound. Well, yes, and, and And which is courteous of him. He gave Giannis the chance to say no or mm-hmm. yes and move on. Mm-hmm. Giannis, he, he directed some frustration to Eric, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. It's not Eric's fault you, you missed no. all the free throws. No. Eric didn't miss anything. Uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a solid question. It should be asked, and I thought Giannis hit out of the ballpark, and he owes Eric a pizza. Thank you for letting me teach, because it was very instructive. What Giannis? I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share with all my players today and my kids. Um, I think I've told this story once before on a show. Who knows when? I want to say it was 1999. Duke is the favored uh, a team in the final game against Connecticut with Rip Hamilton. 
Mm-hmm. And the game's in St. Pete, and I've got some kind of passes for whatever. And uh, I was able to go into the press conference after the game. And Coach K was asked, like, basically, is this a failure? You guys were the number one seed. You lost. Elton Brand was the number one pick in the draft, whatever. Mm-hmm. They had a few pros. Uh, and he really, Coach K could have just been BSing. But I agree with what he said, which was, I'm in the relationship business. And I built relationships with these guys. And yeah, we lost this game and it sucks. But like, it's much beyond that. And he's right. Especially in a one-and-done situation. Yes, right. Anything can happen. Giannis is not in the relationship business. This is a this is a business business. That's it. Uh, over the course of a season, they finished as number one C, which means they won a lot of games. They packed their gym. TV ratings were probably very good. He's going to be all NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooke Lopez had a breakout season as an old man. Mm-hmm. Middleton finally came back to look at least a little bit decent. He's not there. Drew had his career high this year. Mm-hmm. I think 50-something against Indiana. Yep. I think that was his career high or close to it. Um, lots of successes. We didn't win a championship. That doesn't, just, that doesn't just remove and flush everything we've done. It's a silly way to look at it. Yeah. And Giannis, I thought, handled that appropriately. Every player should see that message and recognize that's on you. If you only value the postseason – you're missing a point. Jimmy Butler may, may convince us we're wrong. <laughs> but um, there's more to it than just winning at the end. We want to prepare all year to win at the end. Of course. But that doesn't mean we don't, we're not trying to build things and build successes. And I, I think typically that's the best recipe for winning late is to win, period. You mm-hmm. learn from your losses. You learn from your wins. But you gain a confidence and a swagger from your wins. And it just so happened they got thrown off this year. Milwaukee did uh, game one without Giannis. And Middleton's just not where he needs to be to be that second guy. And the fact that Giannis can't shoot came to be a problem. Uh, Milwaukee's got good problems to solve, that's for sure. If they want to stay the course, they have some good answers that they'll pivot to. No doubt. And they have some interesting decisions to make, right? Bud is on the table, as we said, probably not going to be there. Middleton's a free agent. The question is, his agent, and rightfully so, is probably going to want a max contract. Do you give him one? No way. Right? right? I, I agree. You don't. Um, right? And so, but the, that's going to be the question. No one's going to give happen I don't there? think anyone will. So um, that makes it easier for Milwaukee if no well, one else yes, will. If, if, if no one else does, then yeah, then I think you bring him back under more friendly yeah. terms so you can figure out how to revamp and retool the roster around, around what you have. Um, all right. As everyone knows, I live in New York City. Um, you know, we have a lot of sports teams here. We're very lucky. Um, people would say the city is a, a Yankees town. I mean, the Yankees town, and that's like because they've won the most championships. Sure, they're a ta- they also anyone who wins, like any well, other town, by the way. Well, and I was going to say, but there is a verb in this city when the Knicks, in particular, are playing well, uh, because New York City, in many ways, is a basketball city. Um, and I'm telling you, man, David, this morning, doorman in my building, people are like. Ah, the Knicks going to the conference finals. I'm like, guys, calm down. You just won the first round. Like, these are the same people beginning of the year being like, oh, I don't know. We got to get rid of this, blow it all up. It's like, you know, the, the, the ebbs and the ebbs and flows of being a fan, right? Rising and, and falling with every with every positive and negative. As as my good friend David Thorpe says, get off the roller coaster and enjoy the merry-go-round, my friends. <laughs> right? Like that's that's where you want to be. But let's listen. Be excited, Knicks fans. Great series against the Cavaliers. Took care of business last night on the road in Cleveland. 
won uh, won that series in five, four games to one. They will take on the Heat uh, the next round. We'll discuss that series uh, briefly. David, I want to say, first of all, Jalen Brunson, uh, what a great signing by New York this was. Remember at the time, we were like, ooh, that contract, I'm not really sure. Using our our, our bonus wins formula, that contract is fucking brilliant. And Dallas right now is sitting around going, shit, where would we be if we had Jalen Brunson right now? Huh? Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> you, 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 let that, you let that go for some inexplicable reason. Um, I will say I was, the, the Knicks were awesome. They, Mitchell Robinson last night, holy hell, 18 rebounds. Um, he was incredible. I wonder if we're going to find out, David, that Jared Allen was hurt or something. Four rebounds in 37 minutes of play. Four. Allen and Mobley combined in that game last night had 13 total rebounds. I already said Mitchell had 18 by himself. We talked about this earlier in the series. It was the same last night. I thought, all right, your back's thrown against the wall. Lives on the line. Not actual lives, but your, your, your basketball lives are on the line. You'd come out with a little more. No. Knicks just punched him in the mouth. And that was it. And it, it, it just, they were the better team from start to finish. They really, all the effort plays and all the hustle plays and want to, they were they just they did all of that better and they executed better. Jalen Brunson was outstanding. I thought this was a bad Donovan Mitchell series. Um, he just he wasn't good outside of the game they won. Not a very good series for him. And defensively, we saw some holes and some warts in his games. In his game, I thought too from a playmaking standpoint, that's another evolution for him, David. Sometimes he gets tunnel vision and locked in on that rim and can't see the whole floor. It's like, can we get better? And then I think too from the Cavs as they look forward. They got to realize, all right, here's our roster. There's some things we got to do better on here that, that need to be better, right? We need a secondary playmaker. We got to upgrade the wing position, as we've said all season, because it's just not good, not good over there right now. And what is the long-term future of an Allen Mobley front court? I'm not sure right now after this series. I'm not sure. Okay. A lot to say there. So um, when the Lightning are doing their thing, which may not be happening longer this postseason, like every gas station has Go Lightning, every subway station has Go Lightning. Uh, I, New York City is my favorite. One of my two favorite cities on the planet <laughs> that where I, that I don't live in. Um, and uh, I'm not. I'm. I, I don't live there to say I know the Knicks forever. You're talking about. They're an exciting team to watch. There is a history in Knicks basketball that we can't ignore, for sure, um, and, and and well deserved. Um, uh, so they should be excited about this team. They they uh they knocked off a good team. Yeah, Cleveland's good. good. They kicked their ass, actually. Uh literally kicked their they ass. Kicked their ass. Um, we didn't just talk about this early in the postseason. We in our previous show, I I I literally talked to you about how Cleveland by some metric was the worst defensive rebounding team in the league after the all-star break. And we said, I think we talked this the other day too, on Monday, uh they're not terrible at giving up second chance points because they D up well after they give yep. the rebound, but they're not playing every team against a, every game. against a bad team. This is a very good offense. Right. So it really came to bite them in the ass. I, I did not think that would be the case. I thought that they might Maybe have that? a game or two, right. but you can, you can coach that up. And, and I'm, I'm not blaming a JB. Uh, he's, he gets some of the blame as a head coach. Your team never rallied up that energy. Now, I agree with you on Jared Allen. I said to Henry, or someone last night and today, 
I suspect something's wrong with him. He just was dead. All series, yeah. all series, even on the no life on the on the uh, it's a shop locker rim protector. He was bad. I thought the whole series. Um, I did not expect this from Donovan Mitchell. I did say on Zach Lowe's show, not your our show. Um, he called it the Mitchell Bowl. What he meant by that is just Donovan <laughs> Mitchell by himself, just because right. of what he saw in the bubble. And I said, I, just, I listened to it last night to be sure I heard it right, that it's the Donovan Mitchell versus Mitchell Robinson Bowl because the way Mitchell Robinson played at the end of the season was terrific. And that has been maintained. He looks like an all-NBA level center right now. Sure does. And it's a huge difference maker for them, especially because it helped mitigate what we thought might be an advantage. We didn't know because Julius Randle versus Mobley, we thought would go Randle's way. It did, mm-hmm. but then he got hurt and it mm-hmm. didn't matter. That's that's what's encouraging if you're in New York. Uh, Brunson clearly has proven it, – it'll be interesting to see in the draft this year when when six-foot guards get ignored. That's all he is, mm-hmm. pretty much. Six-foot guard, can't jump, can't run. But a smart, tough – Super skilled and, and super skilled. Super skilled. Super skilled, yeah. Yeah, he's terrific. He's, you know, two championships at Villanova. He's a great player. Um, you, like, you like Villanova guys, right? You think Jay Wright does a good job with his guys to come out very of Very impressed with Jay Wright over the years. Very fundamentally sound. I've talked to, I've talked to people who follow the Big East closer than me who, when they see a Villanova player, they'll say, yeah, he's a Villanova guy. And I'll say, why? Well, the way he jump stops, the way he fakes, like they're teaching the game at a high, high level there. I don't know about now. I've heard good things about the, the new coach who was an assistant, but I don't know him. But uh, Jay's, yeah, Jay's been terrific. E- evidence by, come on, Villanova. You know, how do they do it? So um, I think that, uh, that, that Brunson gave – Brunson is to them, in a way, kind of Jimmy Butler is. He's not their yes. best player. Normally, Julius Randle is. It's mm-hmm. close. But Brunson has the ball in his hands a ton. Mm-hmm. And so for them to survive without Julius, pretty impressive. But Cleveland laid down pretty yeah. dramatically. Mm-hmm. You don't see that much. You, no. you, don't, you, you, you can't always play every possession with your hair on fire. You'll make too many mistakes. You just have to know when it's time. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, the, in the Fantastic Four, uh, the human torch isn't always on fire. Right. Flame on, and then he flies. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he looks like a regular person. That's, that's an NBA game. You got to pick your spots. To put the air on fire. Let's go. And Cleveland just didn't really do it. I thought with four minutes, three minutes to play, down 10, I thought, oh, there's emergency. Probably yeah. too late. It was. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't see it enough for whatever reason. Missing shots. Daryl Morey once said he does. He has noticed that teams' defensive intensity uh, 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 is reduced when they're missing shots. As Mm -hmm. a coach, we're trying to fight that all the time. Uh, I told the story before. I had a player in the G League two different times who couldn't make a shot. He was a very good shooter, and in both the games where he just could not make a shot, he had 19 rebounds in each game. Ended up being first team all G League that year because he his wife told me later for the first time in his career. He didn't let missed shots ruin his game. He just, it's almost like uh, you lose a sense when you're blind. You, you hear better. You, you smell better. You sense better. Your senses are enhanced. That's how it needs to be. I'm not making shots. What can I do to win possessions? Which is really what we're talking about here. Yes. The battle to win possessions 100 times on both sides. 100 possessions each. Let's go. Let's go. It's win, win, win. Pile up wins. New York really knows who they are. Locked mm-hmm. in on that. Very impressed with them. It's going to be a hell of a series. It sure is. And remember, after two games, we were like, I don't know, coach. What, are we, what about RJ? We're a little worried. Been playing well the last few games. Found, really found, his, found his confidence. Used his playing bully ball. 
finishing shots, like we just said. Guys that are making shots tend to feel better about everything. When they miss, they tend to feel worse about everything. RJ's in a roll right now. We'll see what happens in the next series. Someone's got to deal with Jimmy. It'll be Randall, maybe. I don't maybe know if he's Randall, healthy. What do we know about maybe. it? Uh, the ankles, it's 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 pretty banged up. I think this series will start, what's today? Two, oh, today's Thursday. Thursday. They play Wednesday. So it'll probably start Sunday, Monday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so he'll have a little bit of time to kind of figure out what's what. Yeah. Um, yep, that's game one on Sunday uh, at New York. By the way, Knicks have home court advantage. MSG will be rocking. Um, okay, let's look ahead briefly at that series. You mentioned one who's going to guard Jimmy. What's something else you're looking for in that series? Miami, I thought, ran a lot of really good sets against Milwaukee and then read them well. So they were setting things up. Milwaukee would take away what they want to take away. Miami had good counters for it frequently. Uh, Let's see how the Knicks do with that. Milwaukee normally is a good defensive team, obviously. Mm -hmm. New York hasn't always been so good um, Mm -hmm. this year. Uh, That's something to watch. Um, Jimmy Butler against anyone, the way he's playing right now, was able to hit threes. Beat you off the dribble, bang inside, find ways to score. You know, if Julius Rant, this is not a good matchup with Julius if he's mobility, if his mobility is in question. Right. Against Bam, that ain't, that's not a good look. Right. But, but Julius against Butler is a concern for me mm-hmm. because Butler's so quick. He really is so quick mm-hmm. with the ball. Uh, Mitchell versus Bam is great. Yeah. I don't know who I even favor. Probably Mitchell. Yeah. Ooh. He's such, he's, I love Bam. Uh, now, Bam won't get much at the rim, but he's gotten better at that little touch shot and the little 12 foot. you have to be very good. Yeah, there. so that's going to that's gonna have to be there. Um, but uh, the, the Knicks, the, the Miami guys, they don't depend a lot on driving except for Jimmy. Mitchell's going to be there. But um, uh, Randall will follow up if he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, I, 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 Butler will. So if, if Bam, if people go to the rim and Mitchell comes in there, Butler's going to try to clean it up. You're going to have to keep them off the glass. Um, I think that uh, the toughness, I think, I think what, what uh, Miami just went through will be mo- help them a lot. They're going to be really sharp. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. so sure Cleveland uh, um, Knicks will be as sharp because I don't think the Knicks challenged them. You can't just beat, beat them up on the glass right. seven games. Now, Atlanta did one game, and I think, I think Miami got better. They got destroyed on the glass. Remember, they Still. lost a playing game. Correct. Got their ass kicked in one. And, was a monster. Yeah, as a seven seed, I think. So, yeah, he was. So that's something that the New York will look at. But I think Miami is going to attend that. Miami did, I thought, a really good job defending Donovan. He missed a lot of open shots, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, not Donovan. Uh, uh, Miami's guards defended Drew and those guys well. Mm-hmm. Got mm-hmm. underneath them. I think they'll do that with Jalen. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gabe Vincent will do a good job mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Um the best player in the series is probably Jimmy. Yeah. For sure. uh, Miami shot. I think they're leading the postseason right now in three point shooting. Which is crazy. I don't know. I don't know if that translates. Right. If that keeps up. Probably, like, yeah, how probably, you, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Right. I don't know. Um, it's going to be like I would say six or seven. I kind of lean Miami right now because of Julius's ankle. Okay. I think that's a big and, deal. And it'll be the Villanova Bowl with Kyle Lowry, Josh Hart, that's and right. Jalen Brunson, right? Yeah. All. They played all, a lot of years apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kyle played many years away from those two, yeah. but you know, still played for Jay. And they, you know, right. they'll be doing all their Villanova. Jay will be there. One another. I'm sure he will be. Gotta believe he be. <laughs> like right? Jay, who are you rooting for in this one? <laughs> His players. 
His players. Yeah, that's right. yeah. He won players. seven. He won seven games with his players. Yeah. Uh, what a thrill! Another, what a thrill! That by the way, that must be. Oh, I mean, anytime you're a coach and you see your guy, you yeah. know this. Is, I, I do. I know every that, day, <laughs> but it's different when you're college when they're college when you guys. coach them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think anyway. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll be back after this brief commercial break. All right, David, another great game from last night. Warriors-Kings. Um, the Warriors won 3-2. I'm sorry, won the game and are now up 3-2, right. heading back to San Francisco for game six on Friday. And it just kind of feels like it's over now to me. Not to um, me. Oh, God, I, I love it. I, I understand you. why you're saying that. <laughs> okay, okay. It's because my brain is like, but you've seen this movie before. Yeah. Like, you know what happens it. next now. And I... I and you'll tell me from the breakdown of the game last night. I just thought the Kings missed shots that they made in the games they won, and they missed them. The Warriors maybe played a little better defense, but shots that Fox normally makes, and they just didn't make them at the end of this game. What did you see? That's why I think this is uh, not a definite win okay. in Game Six. First of all, human nature would be for Golden State to exhale. Exhale. Ah, we did it. We we were down two one. Mm-hmm. We won two straight. Now we're up three two coming home, and it's the Kings. But as you pointed out, in one of our shows, they were a good team on the road this year. They very, they've not, they've not well looked worked. scared mm-hmm. to me. No, uh, they punched back every almost every single time yeah, they punched back. They're well coached. They run. They're I think they're running great stuff. I think every team last night, um, uh, Milwaukee ran garbage, and I thought <laughs> Cleveland ran garbage. The other teams yes. ran good offenses mm-hmm. and many possessions. I I like. I like Sacramento's chances. The okay. challenge is they they have to play well, and um, it's not always easy to do, no matter who the opponent is. And this Golden State team is last year's Golden State team now, minus Kaminga yes. in this yes. series. I mean, Kaminga, yes. if the Golden State wins the series, uh, I think against Lakers or Grizzlies, I think you'll see Kaminga play Kuminga. more. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the tactics of the Kings, in my opinion, have put – Kaminga on the bench. He just can't think fast enough or, or make the best decisions. It's just too young. Nothing against him. I, I, told, I told someone earlier, it's like uh, you can't just jump into calculus class from Algebra 1. Right. Yeah, right. Kaminga's got some growing up to do, uh, which right. is fine. There's no reason to think he won't. Um, but I think that uh, Draymond Green – so I thought last night I looked at three things. Uh, Gary Payton, the third, terrific. Made, second. made yeah. some mm-hmm. – the second, what is he? Yeah, Gary Payton, second. The junior. Okay, I can't keep track. Forgive me. <laughs> um, I thought he was terrific in the minutes he, he got, mm-hmm. just knowing how to play, bringing some athleticism, fitting in well. I thought Wiggins was terrific when they needed so him. So good. Def- he, he made a steal defensively, not even a steal. Fox was trying to beat him off the dribble. He misdribbled it out of bounds. Wiggins didn't touch the ball. But knowing that it's Wiggins, you're forced to be a little bit tighter with the ball because it's Wiggins. He's quick. It's, it's just as quick as you are. Way strong. longer and, and, and mm-hmm. strong and tall. And so that really matters. And then Draymond, once again, with some huge defensive so plays. Good. I already so I already grabbed the clips and sent them to players. I saw I saw the one with the, oh, yeah, with the you're wide, on, with the, you're with the wide arms. I was like, oh, my God. That's just – but that's a simple teaching tool, right? That's and right. Why is it every defender got wide arms when they're out? Right. In the- so, so I forgot. I started a virtual class for my pro training center recruiting business. And I put you guys in. I'm so glad I, I, I forgot that I did it. And so, yeah, so he had two steals. One was on pick and roll, just active hands low. And I think it was Fox misdribbled a little bit. Boop, he knocked mm-hmm. it away. Hands are weapons. 
just all foul. There was no risk when he did this, by the way. No risk, all reward. That's all we want, right? Vegas would go bankrupt if everything was all reward, <laughs> no risk. We took we, a defense. Remember, I told you defense is blackjack. Blackjack. We want to try to limit risk and maximize reward. So he poked the ball away. And then the play you're referring to, uh, he was helping in the paint. His man drifted to the corner as the ball was penetrated near the basket. Draymond was blind to the ball, closing out his shooter. He just put his arms wide, which is what the teaching point is, arms wide, hands wide, arms wide, and they threw it right into his left hand. And then he made the play for the steal when he saved it. So he was huge. Uh, and then um, Curry made some really tough shots. He did. Really oh, tough shots, shots down the end. Which is what this game's about, not just making miraculous shots. You know, you can't always make tough shots, and you'll, right. you'll win a lot of the games that you do. Curry had three of them that were not threes. Mm-hmm. Ball hit the rim a couple of times and just mm-hmm. nestled in. Maybe they'll drop out next game. He doesn't make them all the time. Uh, I think this is a very evenly matched series. And, yeah. and I wouldn't be surprised for Golden State to lose this and win game seven, just mm-hmm. as I wouldn't be surprised for Sacramento to win two in a row or wins game six and then loses game seven. I just uh, um, Or wins game seven. All of it's possible. Everything's possible. Yeah. Win game six, lose game seven at home. Like these teams are so close together. And um, I know why you've leaned Golden State. It makes sense. They're up 3-2. And they've got all the experience. But Fox is terrific. Sabonis so is terrific. Oh, the, um, I forgot the other thing. Oh, I'll, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm saving something for later when we get okay. to our top five players. <laughs> um, I, you know, Fox came out shooting the ball well. I, I don't know how much the finger started bothering him later in the game. Sure. I imagine it probably did because, you know, it's so funny. The TNT guys are what they are, just jokesters or whatever. But Chuck, in his usual, was like, but if your finger hurts, how are you going to dribble the ball? Like, in his very, like, how's that work? And I felt like maybe late in that game, right, the handle was a little less tight because the proper pressure couldn't be applied where it needed to be on the ball or what have you. Um, but there's way – nothing against Charles. I didn't watch those guys. But um, I saw them joking around, but I had volume on mute. Right. For, for, uh, good, for good reason. Right. It's, um, <laughs> it's not as hard to dribble a ball. It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt your finger. But the pain you're getting isn't going to impact the way you're dribbling it nearly as much as it might when you shoot, right? You can't – you relieve mm-hmm. a little pressure when you dribble it or you don't, but you miss dribble a little bit. It's okay a little bit. Remember, he also had a big turnover. It's not his right, right. hand, isn't it? Uh, it's a shooting Is hand. Is it a shooting hand? hand? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's left right. Um, it's, but it's just not as hard on his dribbling. On shooting, it's harder. It just is if it's, if it's mm-hmm. feeling pain. So mm-hmm. that matters. You're, it's a good point by you. It can feel better early, but over the course of the game, keep beating it up to see how it feels. Oh, and it's going to get hit. You're playing you're playing basketball. Like, someone's going to hit it, right? Like, for whatever reason. So, anyway, this has been a great series. I, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, and I, I like what you said, because I, I was kind of watching there. I was like, I think they're just missing shots, so maybe they make them uh, in Game 6, and we'll see. We are right now on an every other schedule, so the, the old Warriors had two days off before between Games four, uh, 4 and 5. No more two days off now. Every other the rest of the way, including when they start, whenever they play next, uh, uh, their next series against either the Lakers or the Grizzlies, which we will get to right now. All right. Everyone knows this is a Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Not really, but we, I, I, I enjoy the Grizzlies. Um, I really like their response coming out in this game, uh, David. Bain was excellent. The, the, the shots were falling. I like that Taylor Jenkins... He was talking about coaches making adjustments. Going to the Kennard, Bain, Morant lineup. So essentially three guards, if you want, right? Because Kennard's not really a forward, but they kind of slot him in small forward, taking Brooks off the He's floor. He's a guard. 
gave them some space and shooting, right? Which then's like, oh, we can't load up over here now. Gave some runway for Ja, gave some space. I, I like that. He didn't do a ton of it in the second half. Kennard also got hurt, which is something to be to be aware of. I don't know what is going on with him. He went to the locker room with the shoulder, came back out, this huge bag of ice and wrap up on it and didn't play the rest of the game. Didn't need it because they had an awesome third quarter yeah. where they just blitzed Scored the Lakers. 40, right? Scored 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thorpe's rule was in effect in that game. Win a quarter by 10, don't lose 10 or more. Don't lose by 10 or more, you win the game. Sure enough, that, that's what happened uh, for the Grizzlies there. Look, I thought LeBron looked old and tired, which because he is. And again, they are also in every other mode now. No more two days off. So they play again on Friday. LeBron's like, I'll be better in game six. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. Um, the, he's not going to get more energy or fresher between now between now and game six. That's, uh, well, that's for sure. Well. Oh, what are we, are we thinking? He might be thinking there might be some. Uh... If there's ever a time to do it, this would be it. <laughs> Maybe a quick trip to Miami. <laughs> LeBron hops on the PJ. He goes out to Miami. He comes back. All of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute. How'd you turn the clock back so fast? <laughs> Who knows? But uh, anyway, it was I, I like the response from this team. Uh, Taylor Jenkins had questioned their maturity. I questioned their maturity. You questioned their maturity. I really liked and that I, he did that. People yeah, didn't like it. I liked it. I, I, I thought it was great because th- this is part of growing up. Like, this is the playoffs, guys. Like, you're not – this isn't how it's going to work. You're going to be, oh, we're here. We're just going to, you know, dunk on people and scream and woof it up to the crowd. And, guys, you got more possessions. You've got to win this game. Worry about, as you say, celebrate after. And I'm not, look, I love when you get excited and you, yo, man, get your ass back on defense, right? The other team's coming down, coming down the floor. If it's a dead ball, fine. Knock yourself out. But we have to keep this going. Thought they did a much better job in this game. And, you know, we'll see what happens in game six. Yeah. Um, I, I, I worry about the Grizzlies sometimes not getting it. I do. I, as you I, should. I, I do worry <laughs> about it some. Uh, this is a street fight. All these games are. I, and, you know, I don't mean to belittle anything, but um, I'll be visiting with some NBA draft prospects soon enough. Mm-hmm. And, and I will tell them that if you go into these draft battles, these personal workouts on, on, on the campuses and the gyms of these NBA teams or practice facilities, and you think it's like a game, you're going to get crushed. It's a fucking fight. A fight. You have to make them tell you to go less hard. You're fighting for a draft pick. You're trying to get attention. You're trying to get noticed. Playoffs are the same way. It's a fight. And you have to, you have to keep your, all of your alertness on the possession at hand. Uh, luckily for Memphis, neither team runs a lot of really tactical stuff. Um, and so it, it's easier to do that. But, uh, but they have a lot of talent. So yes. that, that mitigates that, that, you know, the lack of, of tactical attack is made up for by a lot of really talented scorers, shooters, the whole thing, passers. So um, Memphis, I thought, you know, AD is amazing. LeBron LeBron was not so good, Um, but they're a talented team, LA, and Memphis has to pay attention. They have to pay attention to details and not get caught up in the fan aspect of it. Right. They, this is a business trip for them. They really better lock in. Stop mm-hmm. talking shit and fucking focus, and you have a chance to win. No doubt, a- AD was great last night. Uh, Thirty-one and nineteen. Yeah. I want to say yeah. uh, he was he was a monster. Uh, on the tactics point, I do think whenever this ends for the Grizzlies, that is something you know players got to develop. That's something I think for Taylor Jenkins as well, right? They've got to find more creative ways 
And part of it probably is on on Tripp's development too, offensively, to get him more engaged offensively, right? Yeah. I know when you, when you give someone the post, yeah, I know what he's going to do there. Sometimes he's just out in the corner, just standing there, spaced. It's like, no, he's a too good of an offensive. You've got to work him in somehow. You guys are smart basketball people. Figure it out, right? Run some stuff to get him some good looks. Because I think for this team to ultimately be what we think it can be, he's got to be that reliable other number two offense, which we believe he can, right? He's shown flashes of that. It's just like his defense. Can you do it consistently? Well, the defense, he got that part straightened out. Let's see if he can get the offense straightened out this offseason as he develops and, and, and does that. Ah, question for you, Mr. Development. Mm-hmm. If Trip called you, as people called you, all right, I want you to work with Sharon this summer. What are, what are you working on with him? Oh, man. <laughs> You're excited. I, You're would, like, I would really work on his overall scoring package, facing up, backing down, having a better plan, figuring out what, what, what move do you think you can make most and let's get two counters to it. What's your second best move, two counters to that? Uh, I think they should play like he's Jokic some. I think he should be on the perimeter more uh, with the ball in his hands, dribble handoff stuff, which they do, mm-hmm. uh, but then run some other actions for him to pass to, develop that part of it. Um, I, I think they're doing a fine job with it. I think he's, you know, he's improving. Was he, mm-hmm. was he a finalist for most improves? I don't think so. Because of last year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he I jumped so. to Defensive Player of the Year. That's I mean, yeah, a hell of a jump. Was, a hell of a jump. Um, keep doing three-point shooting. <laughs> yes. Um, he, he, he's got his hands full in game, in game six. LeBron, when LeBron tells I'll be better, believe him. That's <laughs> yeah. that movie, right? We've seen that movie before yeah. a million times. Yeah. We know how that They're goes. They're going to get his best. Doesn't Without mean they question. can't win. They're going to get his right. best. Well, because LeBron knows. He doesn't want this series going seven games. He's like, I got, we got to rest within the next series. He wants to no, end, and he, he wanted to end it last night. And he's picking his spots. He has he to. Uh, yes. But he's picking some defensive spots. He's making some defensive plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took nine threes, made one. That's that's something I expect he'll be different. But I think Memphis can keep him on the perimeter. They're, they can guard him. And that's, I think, that's what they do sometimes. I think Jenkins and the Grizzlies are bailing LeBron out when they put LeBron on trip and he just stands in the corner. I'm like, that's rest for Le- active. It's not doing anything because you're not running any action with Jaron involved in it. Make LeBron have to actually guard him and do some things. Because if anything, it'll take him, make him expend energy, which he won't have to freight train you on the other sure. end later in the game. You got to You got to keep the pace up. I haven't checked to see where their pace was today. I looked at some other series, but um, they need to get his pace up uh, and try to wear him down. Remember, we said for LA to win the series, they got to jump up. Mm-hmm. That sounds commonsensical, but I didn't say that about Memphis. I don't think Memphis had to be up three one to win the series. I thought LA needed to. So. Um, because I think they'll get weaker as the series goes on. I think the younger guys will be better. And the, 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 the toll of having to go against Jackson and decides if Dylan Brooks mm-hmm. and the pace of the game, I think can tire LA out some. But it doesn't sure. mean they can't win game six. Of course they oh, can. Yeah, not at all. Shoot, and, shooting and game well six is at home. Shooting well game at home. Game six is at home. Yeah. And, they, and they will be, that crowd will be raucous and ready to roll. This will be, this will be a big, the biggest test for this playoff, this young Grizzlies team in their little run right now is this game. Right now, can they force a game seven? Desmond Bain very confident. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, David, the Celtics played with their food a bit um, the other night, and now they've got to go back to Atlanta tonight uh, for a closeout game. Trey Young hit a thirty-five footer, which is fucking brilliant. He was so good in I that thought, game. Was it thirty? I thought it was thirty. Thirty, thirty foot. Either way, impressive. I was like, this guy's unreal. Uh, what he had thirty-eight and eleven, something like that. I mean, he was just look. We are 
both very critical of him for many reasons. Yeah. What we what we don't say, what we never say is that he's a bad basketball player, right? He is an awesome offensive player. So, so good. And <laughs> look, the the Celtics better win this game, which by the way, because tra- that, that game winning shot, did you know that Janet Jackson had a concert schedule for tonight? They had to move it to Friday because they're like, oh. Oh, they imagine- moved move Janet's concert. They moved Janet to Friday. Imagine Janet's like, what? Trey Young got me bumped off the ledger? Me? Miss Jackson, if you nasty? That is, uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't know what they did. I, I thought yeah. maybe they just were going to move an hour earlier and have the yeah. game an hour later. Bumped it to Thursday, um, yeah, that, on I, Friday. When my wife and I were looking recently at maybe catching some concerts out of town, mm-hmm. that was the only one that really made the list. Uh, Bruce made the list and Janet Jackson made the list. But I just, because <laughs> of the, I have some trips I have to take for basketball. I just couldn't do it, but I, I would have, yeah, I should have gone to Atlanta. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't because I had to book tickets for Saturday and Friday. <laughs> so um, are we worried about the Celtics? I'll tell you what I'm worried about. And I haven't charted them, so I don't know. Maybe you did. Jason Tatum not shooting the ball great? Is he just missing shots like he did last year? And it's like, all right, we'll make him later on. That's concerning me if I'm a Celtics fan. I mean, if you're not watching the playoffs uh, and recognizing that every, everything's in doubt, you're just not paying attention or you're not watching. Uh, yeah, I'd be worried if I was Boston. There's no guarantee they win game six. Atlanta's got some firepower. Uh, Murray will play this game. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's right. They didn't have Murray last game didn't when they Murray won. Murray last yep. game. Yep. Uh, uh, Trey found something. Mm-hmm. Um, they're athletic. They pound the glass. So you can't just focus on Trey because they'll beat you on the boards. And you got to play well. And there's no guarantee you're going to play well. Boston's the better team. We expect them to win game six. We expect them to win game seven. But all the, as I say all the time, there's nothing else to think about but preparation and then possession to possession to possession as a player. Coach can think bigger picture. Players have to look right now, right now, right now in the postseason. And Atlanta's feeling like we've, we've surprised people before. They We're sure the same group. DeAndre's here. Capella's mm-hmm. here. Like mm-hmm. Trey's here. Bogdanovich mm-hmm. is here. Like we've done this. We, I, I think Bogdanovich was even there. When they went to the finals yeah, two years ago, was, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's weird. Trey made that three, and he did the ice thing. And ice tray, yeah, I, yeah. You can't celebrate that shot because the game right. wasn't over. <laughs> right. But I would have liked him to pop. Hey, to the inbounds, guy, good well, pass. Get yeah, me in because they denied the inbounds. Yeah. You know, everyone else just ran out of the way once he caught it. I, I, I've talked to Henry about this. We might write an article about it. I don't love that. I don't love the unapproachable star when you make a big shot where only Bogdanovich even got close to him. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, they are a team. Uh, you have to respect any team that's made it to six games. I think Boston will respect them just fine. But Missoula is a new coach. Well, how much does that matter, right? He's not gone through this before. He, he, I, I think as a coach, he'll be okay. Other than he's got to wonder, do these guys really believe in me? Mm-hmm. It's a fair wonder. If you're down 12 in the third, where are they going to be at? This ain't Steve Kerr. This ain't Eric Spolstra. Yeah. Correct. He's going to have to earn that, and that just takes mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the West, David, the one series we know that's happening is Nuggets Suns, uh, and you said the winner of this series did that on Monday will win the West. Do you still feel that way today? Uh, no, I, I think oh, I think okay. they'll probably win the West. Mm-hmm. First of all, I have no idea who's going to be healthy after this yeah, well, series. Right. Yeah. I do think that they'll be they're better than Golden State, who I think probably wins this series. That does mean they'll win the series. Um, it's it's well. There's a lot of question marks we have for both teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoenix seems to have an edge. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not buying Denver's depth. 
Um, I'm buying Jamal Murray, uh, mm. uh, but can he keep that up? I mean, he mm. should be able to against against Phoenix. There's no guarantee he will, but he should. Uh, he's been unbelievable. Do you know who's played the most total minutes in the NBA playoffs so far? I would guess it's someone from the Raptors because they always win this. I'm kidding. <laughs> they, they, it's always Fred and Pascal lead the league in minutes played, but they didn't make the playoffs. They didn't make the is playoffs. it Booker? It is Kevin Durant. KD, wow. 45? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, to- and total minutes. So he's been like oh. over like, yeah. And only minutes. five games. In o- that, well, that's what I, in only five games. We yeah. got series that are going to six Me- and seven. Meanwhile, he's playing great. Well, here's the crazy thing about this, right? So and we'll get to our top five. Book has been outstanding yeah. in, this, in, this, in these five games. Durant's quietly averaging 37 yeah. and six on shooting. ridiculous efficiency. Like, it is the quietest 37 and six. Like, it's like, Listen, oh, just- you asked me to come up with my top five players in the postseason. <laughs> Quit stealing the thunder of who's in the top five. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. In a He's minute. been great. Um, Okay, we saw we passed on a little clip in our in our true hoop chat uh, this week, um, and I called it the first takeification of NBA discourse. It was JJ Redick talking to Stephen A. Smith and Chris Mad Dog Russo about Kawhi and injuries, um, and because Stephen A. had said that you know the Clippers and Bombers just trade Kawhi, just move on from this because you know he's always hurt. Yada, you know the whole theatrical thing that they do on these television shows because that's what it, it's there for. And JJ made a great point where he's saying, I, okay, I don't really, you guys, one thing aside, the one thing I will say is that you two have zero idea what it is like to play high level basketball and what the level of work and commitment you have to do to try to come back from an injury. And JJ worked through all the, it's like, I had a quad injury. Not only is it the physical part, it's the mental hurdle of, can I do the things I used to do? And I have to trust that. Oh, that doesn't happen on Monday. I have a night. I'm worried. So Tuesday, it's better. No, like it's. It's steps and it's a process. And Kawhi clearly loves this game or else he wouldn't try to come back. You and I said this on Monday. Whatever is going on with him, it is some degenerative lower leg issue. It is going to continually be a problem because there is a problem with that leg. And playing NBA basketball isn't going to make it better. The only way it's going to eventually not be a problem is when he stops playing. But he doesn't want to stop playing as well. He should only retire when he feels like it. Um... But, you know, his inability to play is, of course, like everybody gets on load management and this, that, and the third. And it becomes this really hilarious thing or this talking point thing that these idiotic shows do that go viral on Twitter. Look, I thought JJ handled it well. I think that space is not the conversation for what people should be doing from a science and body perspective. If you listen to this show and you read true, you know where we all stand on it. Too many games. Guys need to be prepped the right way, have enough time to strength train. And I just don't. The way the season's set up right now, it's not conducive to promote long-term player health. Had they, first of all, those, yeah. JJ Reddick compared to them. I didn't, <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. Uh, if they didn't do the load management, he would have been injured a long time ago. That's right. That's, that's my understanding right. of the science. Yes. Yeah. So we, he, we, they took him as far as they could. Would you rather than be hurt in January? Makes right. no sense to me. <laughs> or before? Um, yeah, whatever. It's, it's sad. Uh, that we're at that point, but um, to tell someone they should retire, which is yeah. kind of what he said, like, come on, right? right. Who are it's, you? Right. Well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Come on. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. If teams want to pay him, you not take the money. Come on. Correct. It's just again, it's the first takeification of this board, and that's just that's that's what gets clicks and gets everybody generating these conversations. But hopefully, those of you here who follow who listen to True, you know, we like to elevate this discussion and just go back and check what we say about these things. We think 
there's a problem and the league actually cares about this stuff. And we actually Henry chatted about it this morning in the chat. They would set up some things in place and have the right environment conducive for a long-term player health. But the NBA as a whole, teams and the way it's set up is not conducive for that. Nope. Just the opposite. Correct. It is it is designed to actually tear tear players apart physically. The team that will win in June is going to be the one that's the least injured, as it is every single year. Probably. Um, Anthony Edwards had an issue come up uh after their loss uh to the Nuggets. Uh, I believe he is uh assault is is on the table um of some woman. I I don't know the details particularly, but whatever it is, it does not look good. It for said it's, the report I saw said he threw a chair after they lost. Yes, threw a chair. Yeah. Yes, he didn't beat up a girl. He threw he threw a, yeah, some he, random he threw a chair. Stranger. Yeah, and it hit and it two hit girls this, maybe hit two girls in in the arena. Right, <clears throat> right. Yeah, the only thing I took from that is that to me is a shot across the bow, Minnesota. He doesn't want to lose anymore. Yeah, he, this, he's only 21. I'm glad. I don't want him throwing chairs. Right, right. There's a better way to handle it. Ch- channel your emotion a little bit better right. there. But I love that you're wrecked. Love that. He was amazing, by the way. He was so he's, good. He's really impressed me very much. I, I, was, I was worried about him coming in. He is completely disavowed. I still think he's got a lot of growing up to do as a player on and off the court. But he's already, like, I like him much better than Jalen Green, that's for sure. And, then and he's 21. Someone, he's 21. And as you say, players, they, they yeah. can mature. But he, right, exactly. He's allowed to grow up. It may not be in Minnesota if they don't get their cards. <laughs> well, Minnesota's got some offseason. Yeah. They, they got to figure. Cleveland, Minnesota, all these teams that have now – Brooklyn, like you got to figure out what are we doing now going forward? Yeah. What, what, is, what is the direction of our team? All right. We used to do top five teams at the end of every Thursday show for the regular season. I told David, let's do who the top five players are so thus far who the playoffs. Now – let me give you a quick caveat of what I did. Okay. If you were injured and missed the game, you were automatically disqualified okay. because the sample size is already too small. Right. So if you missed the game, I can't. So Kawhi, no disrespect, you were incredible. Is that but like he seems already out. And, and you're out. <laughs> All right. Uh, you go first. Number five. I'm going to have one player you're not going to have because okay. my, my one player is a placeholder for all the role players that have been oh. so important in these series. It's not just about stars. Great minds think alike, David. I was like, the role players have been so good, but so who do good. I pick as a role I, player? I, I got the answer. Okay. All right. His name's Kevon Looney. Well, I knew I should have known you were going to go there. 22 <laughs> rebounds last oh night. Oh, my God. His defense, he was playing more drop coverage early. He's lifted up more lately, contested a million shots, offensive rebounds, setting great screens. No, just He's just the rock. He is the rock. So he's See, on my is, number five list. This is how much David Thorpe's basketball brain has infected my brain. Because I was sitting, it's like crossed out. Oh, should I put Looney? I'm like, ah, nah, nah. he's been so been great. good. Yeah. And people like, yes, yeah, scoring matters. But if you don't get rebounds, how many extra possessions did he give Golden State last night? I mean, 22 rebounds total. He, like, he's, he's, uh, listen, he, he is what they need. He's just, yes. they could use a shot blocker, but they can't, he can't, they can't do all the things he can do, uh, and for you know, the guys to shine, he's been just terrific. Yeah. <sighs> all right, five? I'm going I'm to put Star next to it. I'll put Looney because you know I wanted to do that, but who, I didn't. Who, who'd you, I want to hear you had. So I I split because you know I cheat. Uh, Jamal Murray and Jalen Brunson at five. Tied for five. Yeah. Tied wow. For five. Okay. Tied for five. So well, we're not too far off. I've got Murray at four. Okay. By himself. They did okay. win in five. I look at context. Yes. Looney's at five because they're up 3-2 on the number three seed. 
Correct. That's a big deal. So I've got Jamal Murray by himself at number four okay. uh, as the leading scorer for that team. Put the, yeah. put the Wolves away in five. He's been terrific as a shooter. He's been excellent. All right, my number four, we just talked about him. KD has been incredible. Like, he just has been. I already said the numbers. <laughs> he, he's my number three. I, okay. I, I like him better than you. I'm telling him. <laughs> You're going to tell him. KD, he only likes you number four. Number three, as good as Murray's been, Jokic, Jokic has been, been yeah. fantastic. Yeah. He's just been doing I, Jokic things. I did not put him on because he was so bad in game five as a shooter. Yes, really, he didn't really, shoot the ball well in game five. Eight of 29 or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we know who the top two. Yeah, but are. I can't. I gave him a tie. Oh, is that too, they, is that soft? Equal, no, no. Who, they, 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 am I picking Booker Butler? Like, did, come on. E- either way, you're. Yeah. That's we obviously both have Jimmy and and and, and Book as yeah. our one two. They've they been have just been sublime. Out. I, if I if I had to give any, if I leaned, it would be leaning to Butler because what he does defensively. But I thought Book defensively was Book's, good too. Book has been yeah. competing more steals the game. off defense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To me, if they've been, they're they're equal. And what you're seeing in Phoenix, by the way, and Book, Book says it, he's like, man, like, because I got KD on the other side of me and they're trapping and denying him, like, I'm getting the secondary defender or it's like, because when he was the main guy for all those early years in his career, seeing doubles and triples, yeah, like, oh my different. God, it's just one guy in front of me. I can do this. And KD, what's really, <laughs> the only thing KD's got working against him is if he's teaming up with a player that's too intimidated to just play his game because he's mm-hmm. so good. Right. Because he, he just fits in. Like yes. He doesn't over Book ain't intimidated. No, Book knows. No one can guard him. Yeah, that's to be well, a the, test. We'll see what happens. Aaron Gordon can't guard both guys. KCP will guard Jamal. Correct. And th- I mean, we'll guard uh, Book. That'll be good. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, the story that I love about Book and the idea of not being intimidated because you're playing against KD, I always go back to that workout story that you told me about him when you're playing that king of the court game. All right, you make a bunch of shots in a row. You don't get off until you miss. Well, but he he, did, he kept not missing. And they were like, all right, you got to get off because we got to work somebody in. He's like, fuck that. You said I don't leave the court until I'm not. I'm staying. That that tells me something. That's a, I didn't that's remember that until you said it, but now I remember it. Yeah. That's an, that's an MF. Oh, he, car- he carries himself. He, you know, they used to have a saying, someone, a very, very high level um, business whisperer, you know, ran gigantic companies that advised Fortune 500 companies. He told me that he, he used to give a speech where, he said, uh, we want you to treat your employees the way Israeli fighter pilot teachers teach their Israeli fighter pilots. Mm. There's a certain, uh, uh, you're the best, I'm not saying Israeli fighter pilots are the best in the world. I'm telling you that this is what this guy told me, that they had amazing fighter pilots because of how they were nurtured and taught as you're the best in the world. They brainwashed him almost to believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Book thinks he's an Israeli fighter pilot. Like, <laughs> he does. <laughs> he, he, Katie's lucky to be on my team. Right, right. Yeah. Co- I, correct. It, it, you know, he says all the right things publicly. Correct. But in the mind, he's like, this motherfucker's lucky he's on my team, right? This is my team. Uh, Steph did that with KD. Yes. Beautifully. Yes. Like, I yes. know when it's your yeah. ball. I know when it's my ball. Most right. most great players do do that. They, there's, mm-hmm. That's why it's jazz. Great musicians can play jazz anytime they want. That's why they're great. If they weren't great, they couldn't do it because they want to do too much for themselves. They get the we game and the me game. Booker, KD, they've, it's been 12, 14 games. 13 games, whatever it's been, mm-hmm. been a little, a little, but um, yeah, that's my one concern about Phoenix going forward is the injury part. But for yeah, now, for sure. I mean, they've got two of the three best players we've seen with KD and uh, with book. Yeah, no, it, it's been outstanding. All right, guys, enjoy the games this weekend. We'll, we'll, we'll be in the round two by the time we get here on Monday, all the first round will be decided whether we have any game sevens. Well, we will find out. Have a good weekend, everybody. <laughs>